Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Now that we've, uh, now that we've really killed the goodwill in the room, shall we begin the show? Yes. Yes, at its lowest possible ebb. We happy crew, we joyfully join the fray. No doubting do we wouldn't pursue, but thinking it through, that isn't the dragon way! Amateur musical theatre. Manna for a hungry mind and balm for a weary soul. The very best theatrical performances uplift not just the performers, but the audience and communities that surround it. Such a rapture cannot unfortunately be claimed by those pitiful witnesses privy to the Daggerfordian opening night performance of Someone Stole All My Cabbages, as attended by the Dragon Friends. In time, this production will take on an almost mythic quality. But for now, those few survivors of the night's performance, and yes, I said survivors, huddle in the streets outside of Rivershine Hall, watching a fire rage out of control as the once proud venue burns to the ground. There is a lot of that going around lately. Picture, if you will, a heavily singed crepe paper cabbage costume as it rolls lazily down the street. And the dragon friends can't help but feel partly responsible for the chaos that has engulfed their town. True, the third gate is presumably closed for good. True, the dark city is being held at bay by your work. And now that Roman Hoffman is dead and not at his, by his brother's hand, it seems you have earned yourselves a reprieve. But at what cost. Jovian Hoffman now is walking towards you. Well, can I just say this has been fun. He dusts some ash <laughs> of a slightly singed cravat. But here's what I'd like to have happen right now. I'm going to bury my brother and then I'd never, ever like to have anything to do with any of you ever again. Get fucked. <laughs> Excuse me, my understanding is uh, Bobby Cake Pancakes here was uh, brought back to life. Is that, is that correct? Ah! Are you, are, you, are you asking me this question? Uh, no, I'm asking Bobby. Is that, is that, am I, am I understanding that correctly? Yeah. Uh, so so my, my worry is that even though his brother is dead, technically, could his brother not come back to life and then murder him? But if they are both dead, <laughs> then he comes back up. He's still dead. You can't murder a corpse. There'd have to be two resurrections unheard of in my book. I'm picking up what you're putting out, and I like it. <laughs> Well, guys, it's been real. Bye-bye. And he just, he leaves because they're talking about murdering him, so he leaves. That's, Chase him down. What That's a nat I would 20, bitch. You. Yeah, that was a natural that 20. That was a nat 20. <laughs> Jovian tries to get onto his carriage, and as he does, with lightning reflexes, Banknote slaps him on the arm, but, some, but using an artificer's skill, he's pulled a manacle that seems to just descend into his sleeve, and it clamps onto your wrist. Oh, goody, this again. <laughs> All we can offer you is the choice of how we do it. Is that... <laughs> or, dealer's choice. We'll get a little creative. Uh, and Ho- uh, Hoffman's just like, police! These people are going to kill me, police! Anybody help? <laughs> no, Silence! No, no, no. Everybody! As you say that, Inspector Boggins of the City Watch, who is there because you're burning down a hall, starts wandering over Baston. When did they release him? They released him last episode. Oh, Good yeah. on them. <laughs> is nobody going to talk about what just happened? Oh yeah, that I'd was say... the most amazing theatrical performance <laughs> I have seen in my life. I have, I d- who thought the theater could move in such a way? <laughs> I am weeping, weeping. <gasps> now, Dave, I haven't brought this up, but I am dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I think <laughs> at that moment, um, two uh, junior medicos. Um, with a thatched um, one of those oh, oh, help me out here the, you, the handles and oh, you, carry rickshaw stretcher 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 wait behind Baston Alex said it first but I said it in a man's voice <laughs> no I said carry person oh, did you? so you're right 
Well, Bax, based on Wax's lyrical about the play, picture, if you will, behind him where two orderlies are taking Filch's comatose body away towards the Temple of Mistra. Oh, we're going to put this in the corpse hole. Corpse for the corpse hole. No, 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 no. You are, you are still. You, they have stabilised you, but you are unconscious. So they don't think she's dead. No, but she's they could just be very bad at the jobs. Well, <laughs> all right, I'm going to allow it. Thank you. Uh, we will take care of the duke. Thank you very much. Oh, this is a duke. Oh, right. Well. If you could not put this on my performance review that I was going to throw the Duke into the corpse hole. Because really, it was Anthony's idea. Don't involve me. (laughs) Uh, Hello there. Would you like a corpse for the hole? Mr. Hoffman here is about... He's basically a a corpse in a larval stage. (laughs) Aren't we all? Hello, um... Yes. Inspector Boggins is there. Hello, Inspector Boggins. Jovian Hoffman, I think you came to my christening uh, all those years ago. Look, I don't know how much of you've heard, but they're going to turn me into a big dead butterfly if, um, <laughs> if you don't intervene. I mean, I don't even think I need to get the confessions out of them. Is that what you're going to do? Huh? You are aware that we are the Dukes. Sure, but I mean, you can't just... Can't they? They surely can't just... Well, they are the Dukes. Boggins, Boggins, see that uh, Mr. Hofferman is escorted out of town. Take him directly. That's where he wanted to go. Exactly. They're trying to murder him. Oh, no, I'm being punished. (laughs) So he has said that he is going back to Baldur's Gate and he never wants to see any of you again. Look, I just think... No, no, we can't send him to Baldur's Gate. Then the corpse, Risen, will know where to find him. Listen. Send him on a boat to somewhere he's never been before. Like, uh... Hell! <laughs> All right. Well, uh, wh- where would you like to c- take a cruise to, Mr. Hoffman? It's a landlocked town. But okay. Go Look, I'm just saying. If There's you, a river. Yeah, there is like, the river, the yeah. shining river Delamere. I'm, I'm just saying, if you murder someone in a theater, it's art. On the street, it's not okay. What about street theater? <laughs> okay. Well, all right. You've turned me around. On it. <laughs> Pass around a hat. We've got a murder to do. <laughs> No, look, I really like the idea of just exiling me somewhere. Anywhere. Anywhere is good. Do you know what's good this time of year? Fucking anywhere. <laughs> Honestly, I've got my bags packed and I'm ready to go. Seriously, I'd just love to never, ever be here again. You know what? Hoffman House, it's yours. Smiggins, he's yours too. Watch out, he stabs. Uh, my father's As he does this, he's just pulling out title deeds, his wallet, some money, a key on a chain, all right, and just, right. and just uh, passing them over to you. Banknotes yes. going to take them all because he's because he's shackled to banknotes. Banknotes. Okay. Yep. So that's all for you. Enjoy them with my blessing, moi. And um, oh, my father's library—that'd be interesting because you seem pretty pretty head up about this cult business. No business of mine, of course. But you know, he wrote a lot of wacky books about that. And um, enjoy. Oh, he also wrote some erotica. So stay away from that. Um, <laughs> all right then. Ha! Ding dang dong. And then the uh, shackle retracts into uh, banknotes arm. Okay, Boggins. Uh, bing bang bong beep. But only the... He says bing bang bong. This is the button. Yeah, no, the bing bang bong is the code word to activate the gauntlet. Was that not obvious from the... Sure. Bing bang bong beep. That's how... Okay. Do you not have... Do, 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 Guys, you now have Hing's password for his email. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody docks me! In what can, in, in what can only be called... Really described as a scene of street confusion, Boggins leads Jovian Hoffman away. Make for me, all of you, quickly a perception And check. as you hear him oh, being led away, it's like, and this is why I fucking hate the theatre. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, um, Phil just slumbers on a stretcher now abandoned in the road. Uh, uh, Eleven. Seven. Fifteen. Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> well, well not rolled there, Alex. <laughs> Bobby, you suddenly feel a presence behind your back and you turn around to see the big, beaming, uh, mustachioed face of dwarven proprietor of the Dragonback Tavern, Mr. Grim Saltback. Oh my God, guys, did you see that show? Oh, wow, 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 wow. Five stars. So good. You know, I'd never been to the theatre before. They said, Grim, check it out. I said, what is it? They said, it's like you go there and people pretend to be other people. I say, that sounds a little fruity. (laughs) But I go, 
And I think, what's this? And these people are singing and dancing, and I think, okay. You know that moment when there were so many cabbages on stage? I know! And then they stood up, and they were people in the costume. It was, and then the fire? How did they do that? Wow. Oh, I am. Baston looks at his scalded skin, because I assume he's. <laughs> I think still a little bit of your fringe is still on fire. Oh. Guys, I'm a theater guy now. What's to say? What's to say? After party at the old, the old uh, my 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 bar. And he indicates, in fact, the dragon back in that I own. A few, you know it for a fact that in the caravan quarter, only a, a street or two away, is the dragon back tavern where all your adventures began. Um, Dave, yes. can I ask? You know how ambulance uh, officers? Yes. They uh, sometimes when someone's heart stopped or they're not in a good way, they give them a. Bzz, you know what I mean? They, yes, they yeah, administer a strong electric shock. They go bing, bang, bong. And then, yeah. <laughs> yes. What do we reckon about Wake and Field Jump with a bit of a shocking grass? So you're going to cast the spell shocking well, no, grass? No, I'm asking you beforehand because you're going to fuck me on this. <laughs> I want to know, because this is just like the non-lethal witch bolt I tried to cast. Yeah, you're right. I how, know, how would you, a scientist who follows the rules of thesis experiment conclusion, find out if that would wake up Filge? Well, can I can, can 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 I do it through some leather or something? So it's a you it's want to send a her a letter? Leather, you, leather, you, like something something that doesn't carry electricity through well, it. Well, then it would be pointless. You it? did what? this earlier this season and murdered a man who was in a band. Is that what happened? Yeah, yeah. that's exactly what happened. Oh, uh, look, either sorry, either you murdered him or he was much better. I'm not sure. <laughs> All right. Well, look, I'm the one trying to help out our dead friend here. Dragon sorry. huddle, dragon huddle. Okay. This after party will... Grim is looking at you. He's like, can I come? Look, look. All right, Grim, come in. (laughs) Oh, I love a huddle. What are we huddling about? Do you have have anything to to revive our friend here? She's passed it. Do you have any health potions? I got some potions of healing back at the old uh, Dragon Back Inn. Well, uh, if if there's potions of healing going around... Yeah, I call it whiskey. (laughs) No, I I do have actual ones too. All right, well, who who are we to say no? We need to get Fields back on her feet, so let's go. Okay. To the inn. And he's like looking around for all the actors because he's like so starstruck. He's like, I, I, the after party isn't mine. Like, I'm going to put a big tab on. I'm a theater guy now. <laughs> bon appetit. <laughs> and he grabs from like a nearby burnt corpse a little hat and a cloak and a cane and he leads you off uh, towards the Dragonback Tavern, a humble tavern in the caravan quarter where there is a roaring fire. There is a pig on a spit. He pours you all some... Nice, humble whiskies, and you sort of slump up Filge on a couch as Filge, the smell of the crackling venison, causes you to stir. I did say that they have potions. Uh, I, I said that I had some healing potions. Yeah. I made that up, but I feel like we have to commit to it now. And, and, and Grim is heading off to get them, so for the moment you have the room by yourself as Filge begins to stir. You have one hit point. Ooh, so the smell of venison restored yeah, a hit point? the smell of venison from the roasting we- pig. <laughs> it's it's stuffed. It's a it's it's like it's a it's a half to duckin. It's Wait. a pig is stuffed with deer. Yes, <laughs> you never had like the antlers protruding from its stomach. Like. <laughs> no, no, one antler out of each side of the snout. Fuck, that was a good oh pickup. God, we're gonna get drawings of this. I can't attention. believe we didn't leap on him. We're getting complacent. Filter, you were all right. Oh, me smell venipig. <laughs> You think they stuffed the pig with... You think they surrounded the deer with a pig? Or you think they made the pig eat deer? Shall we, shall, shall we check? Bring uh, me a slice. Uh, Bang, Magnet goes and takes the, uh, takes the pig off the spit. Yes. And uh, brings it to Filch. Um, I eat it like a lollipop. All right, it's great. It's it's surprisingly like tasty. hold it by the antler. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just so you know. <laughs> it turns out, by the way, that what they do is they tie two pigs to either sides of a reindeer. Uh, They're not liking it. They don't like it. Don't. <laughs> and, then, and then the pigs eat the reindeer like Lady in the Tramp spaghetti. <laughs> it's a local delicacy. <laughs> they don't like the carnivorous body horror. <laughs> And as you eat, uh, Saltback comes back and he's got a little tray with quite, it has to be said, four quite dusty bottles of potions of minor healing. Okay, how about this? How about this? Um, uh, It's a a parlour room and it's a husband and wife. And (laughs) And he's also got a notebook. And they hate each other, but they're having people over for dinner. 
and uh, uh, there's, there's drama and there's conflict. And they say things like, oh, you would say that. Is this Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf? <laughs> I, have, I have read the back of that. <laughs> that is what I assume it's about. I tried to think of a play. Um, field shots all four of the potions of healing. No. Excellent. Take 44 plus eight um, hit points back. I wanted Woo-hoo. some. Now, I have to say, this is only a short rest for you. But sleep is still very much on the cards. Not so much for you, Banknote. You got a good night's sleep it's last... A, so what time did the show start? Oh. It's now about 11 o'clock at night. Seven Is nine... No, David, started at... Seven, oh, we did it was the a, performance You cut the performance <laughs> by, by killing everyone in the room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, 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 right. It's quite... So it's... As I said, it's about 11 o'clock at night. You have been up now for almost two days and you're going to start (laughs) coming into level two exhaustion, which will halve your speed as well as the disadvantage on ability checks until you sleep. But you are in a tavern as well and Daggerford Castle is not too far away. Can I interest any of you in some fantasy meth? (laughs) (laughs) That is not in the notes. Mr. Saltback. Has Grim Saltback broken bad? <laughs> what is your biggest bed? <laughs> well, Vilge, I, uh, I said that was a bed you used to sleep in all those years ago. Will you? Tuck- which I have, I, which he has now taken for his own because it was the best bed. Mr. Saltback, will you tuck us all into the one big bed? Like and, old times? And tell us the boring story of the man and the lady who hate each other in their house? <laughs> It would be my pleasure. And I'd love some notes. Honestly, I'd like them to be honest because there's no point, you know, really getting into the, into the nitty-gritty of this idea. We're what? always here to listen to a first draft. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, um, make it. So, okay. Tell One, you, big <laughs> One big bed. One big bed. All right. What? Fine, fine. Grim Zoldback takes Somebody you. Somebody please draw this. Takes you into, the, into his own personal uh, suite. Uh, on the second floor of the Dragonback Tavern and he tucks all four of you. Oh, can I say something very sweet about his room? Yep. You haven't obviously been to this thing since you first... You really haven't been to the, uh, the Dragonback Inn since your very first adventure five years ago and you notice around the walls of his bedroom that it is like a little bit of a nice kind of like tribute to you guys. Um, there's like uh, drawings of you. There's like some like your unpaid tab. He's like up on the wall. Yeah, doesn't he hate us and we owe him a lot of money? You paid him at the beginning of the season. Ah. Yeah. And like you get the sense that maybe he's been kind of dining out on the fact that this is where the dragon friends live. Maybe he shows people. Ah, Famous famous murderers (laughs) of the dragon friends. (laughs) Well, you know, your word gets around since Barovia and like, yeah, you you get the sense that he's... Hmm. And you also get the sense that he kind of like realises it a bit too late when he opens the door. Like when you hand someone your phone and you've got all these crook photos on it. Ah. Well, this is, uh, creepy. <laughs> oh, hey, guys. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, you, you guys left some stuff here, so I, uh, I'm storing it on my walls. <laughs> Keep it off the floor, you know, in case you want it. So, um, do you want to take this or sign this or, um... I sign it, my stuff and then take it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's you, fine. You set this up like we're serial killers and we're not... Never mind. <laughs> He tucks you all into the bed, and you can go to bed now if you want. Uh, well, because Banknote isn't part of the Dragon Friends group, you can get and in because on this. Oh yeah, he's like, oh, just totally chill with you. He's like, <laughs> and, and, and Baston. He's just like ignored. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then also because uh, Banknote already slept in the afternoon, he won't be able to sleep. So can while they sleep, can I uh, take an opportunity to? Yeah. What are you going to do? Uh, do? Well, a... either I could do a sneaky thing. <laughs> and I, no, you know what? I won't. It's I'll, less effective if you call it a sneaky. Thing. Do you want it? Do you want it? Do you guys all want a bit of a? Recap do you want to write your... down for me well, what I've, you do? I've written down one idea, but then, I, but, but uh, this is my secondary idea. So what I want to do is upgrade the turret. Can I? Can I? Because but there's no rules on how to upgrade the turret. You so mean you want to level up? I want to level up the turret. Otherwise, I've got to do this thing. What I've written on that. Uh, Ben's looking at a secret piece of paper right now. Is the turret Bushu D two? Yes. Um, no, I think I'll let you level up the turret, but, but you've got to tell me what you want to do. I want to put... So this said, show audience my ass, so... <laughs> <laughs> Very yeah, sneaky. I, what I'd like is to... Uh, could you gather sort of 40 to 50 people into the tavern? I have something very important to show them. Now, do you think this is a pimple or a wart? No. <laughs> 
Sorry, that's gross. Uh, no, I, I want I want Bushu D2. I want to give uh, Bushu D2 mobility. So, uh, can we do grappling hooks? Yeah, tell you what, he has three... Like Tarzan mo- swinging... He actually has three combat modes, okay? He has force baluster, he has a flamethrower mode, uh-huh. um, and he has a third mode. Ooh. And, <laughs> and if you lose the third mode, I will let you replace it with a grappling hook. Ooh. Oh, well, if I just shoot in the sky, can I just give him wings and a jets then? Stop trying to trade up. <laughs> no, wings and jets, it's a flamethrower, but just it goes like that. Oh, it, like it, Iron Man. Yeah. I will give him two turns of fuel, but he drops after two turn, two combat rounds when he uses it. Or, Twelve seconds of fuel. Or unlimited grappling hooks. You know what? Again, you are trying to trade up. <laughs> I think the grappling hooks are smart because they could retract again. He's more yeah, like okay. Spider-Man. All right, we're going grappling hooks. And to be clear, the kind of grappling hooks it is, is arrow... It's weighted, it's weighted arrow, so it goes... Fink, 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 fink over a... Ba- over like this is a tremendous audio content. Or... <laughs> It, no, like flipping around a, uh, like, a, like a beam, or... <laughs> you don't get to say any of this! <laughs> or, I mean, a grappling hook is heavy anyway. So yeah, no. or... Through like a window, and then over, and then clunk, and then... Those are the same type of grappling hook. <laughs> I know, that's, but I'm saying that it can do both of those things. I don't want you to be like, no, it only does one thing. <laughs> yeah, the rope's only three centimetres long, Hing. Fuck you. So, sorry, the rope's three centimetres long? <laughs> the rope's made of dental floss. But no, it's a proper rope. Despite the sound of cranking, ratcheting, arc welding and the incessant muttering of Banknote in the corner with some kind of deep grudge against his maker, the rest of you are able to drift off into sleep. Now, you all go back to maximum hit points. Wow. Something interesting happens. Your first sleep since you acquired that magical Warhammer, um, Filge, you attune to it. And in, through your sleep and dreams, you realise what it can do. So this is Thunder's Wake, your new giant heavy Thunder's wall. Wank. Wake. Thunder's Wank. Wake. Thunder's Wake. Thunder's Wank. Thunder's Wank. Wake is a plus two. Even I'm not happy with that. It is like. a plus two. I'm going to keep going until I would like you motherfuckers <laughs> all shut up. What can uh, the Warhammer do? Well, first of all, I want you to say what its name is. <laughs> its name's Thunderwank. Is it Dang. Thunderwank? Because I have the rules here for Thunder's Wake. Oh. Trade up. Trade up. Is it worth is it? Thunderwank? Trade up, yeah. Don't betray your principles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Read out the rules for Thunder Thunder's Wake. Wake is a plus two heavy maul that allows the user to understand but not speak giant. And every time you roll a crit against creatures larger than Filge, they have an instant save versus death. And once per day, by slamming it on the ground and giving out a war cry, you can cast the spell Thunderous Step, which is a sort of shockwave-empowered teleport. Holy wow. Thunder's, and Thunder's Wank is a spell that makes Banknote giggle... It's a hammer with a dildo for a handle. Yeah. <laughs> so do you want the dildo so hammer? So now which one do you want? Come on, you know I love teleporting, Dave. You know that's my favourite thing to do. Well, what other powers does the dildo hammer have? It has, it has all the properties of a, mo- of a novelty but not actual dildo. <laughs> so no vibrating or spinning beads. It's the or kind anything. of thing you would buy at a joke shop. Oh, yeah, granny, oh, a real Granny Maze ass dildo. Are we talking a flared base <laughs> so it doesn't get lost up there, or what? Don't put it in a dishwasher; it will disintegrate. <laughs> Am I misremembering that Granny Maze sold dildos? <laughs> I think they sold like aprons with boobs on them. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think a uh, place where you can buy Magic the Gathering cards, you could also buy a dildo. <laughs> and it wouldn't be called Granny Maze. Dildo Emporium. In my mind, Granny Maze was like half (laughs) a Tweety Bird t-shirt and then half just a sex shop. But I don't think I'm right about that. I think what happened is that it was like your childhood memory of the rudest thing ever, which was probably like greeting cards, which were like, now you're horny in 50. (laughs) You imagine walking into Granny Maze and being like, hey, where are the uh, the dildos? Um, Just a quick question. Tom, who's our bard, who is uh, younger than us, do you have any idea what we're talking about? Uh, uh, dildos are a thing that women use. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> and men. Uh, genuinely, my mum asked me, what do you do for work these days, Tom? 
I play keyboard while six people talk about dildos. <laughs> and where's the song for the dildos, Tom? <laughs> Alright, I'll call it Thunderwake And right. I'll get my thing Alright, congratulations You get a get real, ma- you get a real Dungeons and Dragons magic item Congratulations Can Yay. somebody else have Thunderwank? Uh, one of your NBCs Yet to feature in the next two episodes Has the magical item Thunderwank You happy? Okay, yes I am Okay <laughs> We'll just leave that. The, the audience, we won't even explicitly say. It may just become obvious through the operation of the adventure. <laughs> Bobby, yes. you sleep and you dream. And in your dreams, you see yourself standing on a dark and lonely shore alone. In front of you, you can see a glittering ivory gate held open um, between two frozen statues of lovers reaching out to each other. Without any control or sensation, you find yourself walking through the gate down a road towards a dark city that you can see on the shore. You cross through another gate, uh, this time a wooden one, covered with carvings of stylized fire until you come to a third stonework gate held closed by two identical bowing figures, one with a dagger in his back. The gate is blackened and damaged and covered with deep scratch marks and gouges, but it holds for now. Off the road, you see a flickering fire and again you feel yourself terribly drawn towards it as you walk into a ghostly wood where you can see a circle of cultists in dark hooded red robes, each embroidered with the sign of the lampwick knot. One figure stands addressing the circle, playing with something glittering in their hands nervously, their face hidden inside the dark folds of their own hood. They speak out. Tonight, the dark lady brought me once more to the glimmering dream as I made the journey towards her lost and lonely city. But even as I walked, I was ashamed, my brothers and sisters, for I knew we had failed her. The brother's gate was barred and locked, and I wept, and I howled, and I tore at my cloak, but I could go no further. We had been foiled, and worse, with one Hofferman dead, we would not break the third seal. You have failed me as I have failed her, we all deserve to pay for those failures. And yet, wonder of wonders, the Dark Lady has shown us a mercy tonight, a miracle, though it will cost her dearly. She has decreed that she shall open the third gate and succeed where we failed her. She gives us so much, and she asks for so little, just a simple gift of the flesh. And with that, the herald shows what is in his hand, two large, glittering silver nails, slick with blood. And as he does, he leans towards the fire, and you notice dark, wet rivulets of blood staining the neck of his hood. With trembling hands, he grasps at the side of his cloak, and he pulls back the hood, revealing a face mostly hidden behind white bandages stained with blood and a dark ruin of a wound where his eyes should be. A herald does not need eyes to see. I have paid her price and our work continues. She has given me a gift as well. The names of those that oppose us, they will die tonight and she will rise. There are four days left until the end of the world and with that, you wake up in a panic. Ah! Guys, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. Guys, 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 guys. What was Baston dreaming about? Baston is on a stage. There is in a musical. This is not a small shitty production yeah, yeah, in a yeah. town. You're in Waterdeep. Yeah. You're on a huge stage. Yes, yes. There, there are dragons in the audience. Yes. And they are chanting and blowing fire. Yes. And you are dancing. Yes. And you are spinning. And I and, do a leap. And you do a leap. And then I land in the splits. And then I do a flip. And then I just keep doing flips, 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 flips. And then and then it cuts to me waking up. And my legs are doing little kickies. <laughs> little kickies. Whoa, whoa, What? Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. We, we, they're coming for us. Don't ask me how we I know. I, I, we have to get out of here. We have to go. Now it's the middle of the night, but there is a door, there is a window out the side of the tavern, which um, you're only, only on the second floor, so you're not too far from the ground. Where, where will we, where are they coming from? Where should we, back to the castle? I, I, yeah, I guess so. If they, they, they know where we are, they say we're going to die tonight. Hey, and Bobby? Yes? What a dildo. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, uh, there's no time! <laughs> Banknote looks up and he's just finished scratching something in place. Did you say it's middle of the night? It's about... a.m. So, whoa, wow, very specific. Yeah, I know, I I surprised myself. (laughs) So, it's it's, it's still dark? Yes, it's still dark. Okay. Well, uh, shall we we go back to the castle, go go to the next painting, and and, and then if we go to them and they're coming to us, they won't be where they are, and we'll be where they are, they won't find us, do you see? Right, right. Uh, Okay, let's tie these sheets together and get out of here prison style. Okay, Where were you in prison? Why don't we use don't the stairs? Don't worry about it. What? Why don't we use the stairs? They won't be expecting that. Let's do it. Okay. Grim! Grim! Uh, yes, Grim! Yeah, but Grim, he's, not, Grim. He's, not, he's not in the room. Oh, uh, uh, He's in another room somewhere else. In the all right. You, while you guys are doing that, I'm uh, back going to go wake up Grim. Well, they, okay, it's only going to take them a second, so you're going to make them wait? No, no, they've they, got to tie sheets together. Tie it's, sheets. You're one story up. You guys can jump, just so you're aware. Okay, cool. Let's do that. Okay. I jump. Oh, I sign, I sign the bed for him, and then I jump. <laughs> <laughs> you sign? What do you say? Uh, ZZZZ here. Great. Grabbing your hammer, you jump. All of you make for me acrobatic checks. No more exhaustion. Uh, what are you doing? But, oh, but if also, can you make... Do you want to have done this? Uh yes. Make for me. What, show a, the make for me ass. a ace. <laughs> no, I didn't write that. <laughs> Don't no! Don't Banknote! Banknote, I want you to make for me a stealth check. And uh, I want you to make ooh. for me a perception check with disadvantage. That's a, a seven. Plus uh, was that that or was it inside? Yeah. Oh, insight or perception? Oh, perception? Dave was inside or perception? perception. Zero anyway. Okay. Seven. Seven? Uh, Eleven. Eleven. All right. Um, great. So you guys... So I, I did it? Yes, but I will bring it up later. So <laughs> the four of you, all of you now make for me quickly acrobatics checks. I got ten, Dave. Ten? You just need tens. Oh, yeah. I got four. Uh, Eighteen. Eight. Oh, acrobatics? Oh, five. Okay. Everybody jumps down with cat-like tread. Ding, 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 bonk. And that is the sound of That's you taking... That's the password, sorry. <laughs> Filge, you take three hit points of damage, but you're otherwise okay. I, I like to imagine that Filge like, just falls flat. Like, one frame here, and then the next is just but there. But then like, just gets like, up straight away. Yeah. Be okay! Um, it's still dark. from the nose. And... Aside from the smell of baking bread here and there, there the streets are empty and you have no trouble sneaking your way back through the money quarter and back Can't to leave the- any evidence though. Bushu Ditu, just set fire to the inn. <laughs> no, Bushu! Bushu! What? My master bids me destroy! He, remember? He abandoned you, so you can, you know, question his. his what, 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 what's this abandon? I, I gave you, I gave you the hooks you like. Father, mother says I must not <laughs> kill. You know, you don't know you're going to kill anybody. The buildings aren't alive. Just burn the thing. I saw that man go to sleep in there. He's, he loved you. No, I tried to wake him up. I tried, but then Dave said I couldn't. Ah, <laughs> uh, we hate Dave. <laughs> Are you doing it? The um, most surreptitious, as surreptitious as we can be. We just need to keep under the radar. If they're looking for us, we don't need to leave them any clues as to where we're going or how we're getting there. Exactly. Like a big fire. No, 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 no. A fire gets rid of clues. A fire is a clue. <laughs> oh. I'm gonna. Uh, Baston's gonna gonna wrap up Bushu D2 in in his in in the the, the, the towels that he brought out within the towel. <laughs> okay, you did. Like you stole to... all the towels. Yeah, from stole the hotel? all the towels. <laughs> no, I just took whatever robe I was in. And I I used that. Wrap him in the robe. 
so he can't... Wait, did Baston take off his clothes to go to sleep? <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so you got a bag full of your clothes, but you jumped out the window in Naked. a dressing gown. Yeah, in a dressing gown, and then I took the dressing gown off. So now I'm... Naked. Now I'm ca- naked carrying a Roomba in a row <laughs> so, through the street. So, so you're walking through the streets of Daggerford naked, holding a bag with your clothes. Yeah, yeah, and a Roomba in a robe. The Roomba's in the robe. Yeah, thank he's, you for clarifying. He's, he's not very smart. There's, there's no time to waste. And he looks amazing in the moonlight, yeah, right? I must say. Just rippling. In, all right. You're not complaining. So <laughs> you, you sneak your way up and soon you find yourselves back at Castle Daggerford. LaCroix La is nowhere to be seen. The, however, you have a key and you allow yourselves in. The servants all seem to be to bed as you walk back into the main hallway. You are back in your castle and it is a new day, which means, I suppose, that it's time for a new duke using your system. You have the, the uh, coin at the moment, I believe, Bobby? No, no uh, what's in me does? Banknote does. Banknote's good. Ah! So I guess that means that you stole this from yourself. On, yeah. this, on this shit, is there, can I steal the coin? <laughs> no, you know what? I'm going to say... I'm going to say, Hing, that addled and confused and swearing at a god that you don't believe in as you made this toy, at one point, you accidentally walked over and slipped the ducal coin into Bobby Pancakes' pocket. Mm-hmm. Fuck! <laughs> mm, shall we go see the artist? Lettuce. All right. <laughs> Cabbages. Cabbages. <laughs> Cabbages on the brain. You sneak down, in, not trying oh. not to wake any servants. Yep. I put a chair up against the door in case anyone's going to try and come in and this kill us. Like a, <laughs> this is like a castle door. Like yeah, I put a chair. I get the biggest chair. <laughs> oh, okay. the throne? Yeah, I put the throne against the door. Like, unjam it under the door hand. All right, there's you, no hand. It's like no, a, there is a barricade, so she could jam it underneath. Like, there's a big wooden yeah, box. Yeah, jam it under the Wait, barricade. Before we go much further, does the do, do the doors open in or out? Yeah, it's a good question. <laughs> they open inwards. In, okay, so the chair, the chair will work. I was going to do it regardless. <laughs> yeah, I know. So again, there is a giant bar, and you're going to jam it under the bar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. When you jam a chair oh under a door, God. do you do it with the front of the chair facing the door, or the front of the chair facing away from the door? Does it not matter? Away. Away. Okay. You've seen movies. <laughs> but I can't picture it in my head. Because I was thinking, it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter, sorry. You sorry, can sorry. still no, sit really on it, doesn't. that's the concern. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering if you could sit on it while you were, anyway, it You matter. can still sit on it. Okay, to Smedley! All right, you, sn- you head downstairs being careful not to rouse any of the sleeping servants, to and Smedley. with another key, you open the doors to the Daggerford Castle Dungeons. Inside, you have created modest quarters for one poor Tom Smedley, once an inmate of Old Hill Sanatorium, who is now your artist-in-residence inside the castle. Each of his paintings has so far shown you a glimpse of a future where one of the seven gates that was stopping the end of the world has been revealed. It is time for good, honest people to be asleep, and Smedley is not. He sits up contently in his cell, lit by a single candle, fast at work at a new painting, oblivious to your approach. Hey, little buddy. He just keeps going. What's your painting there? He just keeps going. Uh, what, what do we see in the painting? It's so early in the day. Obviously, he starts these paintings every day. He starts a new one. And it's you can't see very much. There looks like three figures, and they are standing around what seems to be a table, a small table or stool, and there is something on that table. But for now, it is just a light tan smear. Uh, Dave, this is probably quite insensitive, but these are drastic times, so can we give Smedley a bit of uh, that fantasy meth to hurry him up? <laughs> Drastic times. What is fantasy meth? Ooh. Hmm. Um, I don't know. Round up unicorn horn. There you go. <laughs> you answered that very quickly, Alex. <laughs> now, that's true, but they didn't take any from Grimm. You he have, offered. You don't have any ground up unicorn horn, unfortunately. Should have all gone in on a bag. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, no, no, we shouldn't have because I know I know what it's like. I go in on the bag and then you all just decide it's part of yours. You're licking the bag clean. Oh, yeah. and but the thing is, I paid for it, so I should get the first line. I, I assume. <laughs> so, um. it seems that for a few more hours, you won't get much from Smedley. The later in the day it is, the, is, the more useful these paintings are. There were a few... Gah, it's mostly cornflower anyway. Ugh. There were a few other leads that I will remind you. Yeah, we got the... Uh, we got that message from that the... 
Minister Scarrow at Old Hill Sanatorium. Yeah, the Old Hill Sanatorium has been taken over by by a new, a a new, new priest, an, an evilly named priest, Minister Scarrow from something called the Sleepless Court, and he says that Father Brackenwald, who used to run the asylum, is answering for his crimes. Also, Bobby from the windows of Truscott's office, you saw thugs disappearing to the Illustrated Man, a sort of bohemian cafe in Mm. the caravan quarter. And Bobby, also, you have the Hoffman Journal, a book mostly written in cipher that is said to hold the entirety of Constant Hoffman's research into the lost city. Oh, we own their house now. Yeah, and access to their library. You do now have a key to the the library and his office, his desks. Are you suggesting we split up the party? No, I'm suggesting that you make a decision. (laughs) Um, I think uh, sanatorium. I reckon. I'm into sanatorium. Should we should we have a look at the book? Yeah, let's have a just look at the while journal. we're here. While we're here, um, let's let's have a look at the Did journal. Roll for that day. Try and decipher it. Uh, yeah, with advantage because the others are helping you make for me. <gasps> Natural twenty. Twenty. Okay, that's substantially earlier than I expected for this, but Bobby, some part of your dark dream still lingers within you, and perhaps this close to one afflicted with the glimmering, you have a flash of genius insight as you quickly scrabble through the book. Most of the cipher is still alien to you. It seems, in fact, that the cipher mutates and changes every few pages, but if you remember, on the inside cover, there was a seven-line stanza that was written a poem of sorts and suddenly with a terrible knowledge you realise that you can read it as easily as if it was written in common. The lovers are doomed and frozen in sadness. The burning is brighter, outshining all madness. The brothers united, though one may be damned. The learning, a tome of lost truth now in hand. The others, his servants, arriving once more, returning the Dark Lord to settle a score. The ending, the lost city, back on our shore. Oh, make a goosebumps! Wow. You know, you know, I, I, I like a poem that rhymes like that. It's good, you know. <laughs> Sometimes you read a poem; it's all imagery and figurative and whatnot. Too this many spaces in between the words. Like, what that even means? Spaces for staging. Yes, I can see it now. Could you read that line about the one one that we're up to? Read that one again. (laughs) (laughs) The learning a tome of lost truth now in hand. That would suggest to me that we need to go back to the Hoffman Library. A tome of lost truth now in hand. But now in hand suggests we might already have it. Is that the book we yeah. already have? Maybe in your hand right now. Is the is the poem? Is it one of those self? Is it postmodern? You know. <laughs> a tome of lost truth, now in hand. You are holding a book in my hand. You're yeah. right. Hmm. Um, well, well, look. Why don't we just go to the library, burn it down, and then we can figure out. I mean, as a tactic, it's worked in the past. You're right. Uh, Burn maybe. every book in the city. <laughs> a ducal degree. <laughs> Sorry, are you are you suggesting that you start a book burning? Uh, Prophet, have a day off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. No, I think maybe maybe there'll be we can do some more deciphering. And maybe as later in the day we we go to the sanatorium, we come back. You'll have done a little more painting. Mm, yes. Maybe we'll if it's us in the painting, we'll know we're in trouble. <laughs> All right, let's go to Hoffman House. To oh, Hoffman House oh, or the sanatorium? Sa- no, sanatorium first, then to the house. You want to go to the house? <laughs> I feel like... Okay, yeah, there's... Me all... think this more urgent, that Meaford House. Scissors, paper, rock for it. Okay. Scissors, paper... Punch in the nose. Oh. Let's go to the house. <laughs> and... <laughs> gets me every time. By ancient rules of the dragon friends, Phil just once again... One, scissors, paper, rock, and punch in the mouth. Nose. (laughs) Punch in the nose. And so you make your way back to Hoffman House, one of the few buildings you have visited this season, not yet aflame. (laughs) (laughs) The sun is rising as you arrive and as you knock on the door, or are you coming in with a key? key. We just open it. We have have this here right now. Mm. You open the key and you... What? (laughs) Inside that key-shaped box, there is a small... Piece of paper with a combination lock on it. <laughs> you dial in the combination. Bing, bong, bing. <laughs> Boop. 
And the door opens. If you're trying not to be noticed, who's doing this? Bobby? Yeah. Make for me a stealth check. Stools. That's an eight plus. <laughs> Did you just say the word stealth in a stupid way for no reason? <laughs> Stools. That's an 18. All right, you... Bobby very quietly moves the door with a thief's practiced um, flare, holding it up on its hinges so that they don't squeak. <laughs> and all the dragon friends at their various heights pop their heads around the door one at a time. You can see that the great hall of Hoffman House is starting to wake up. And in fact, the back of Smiggins is visible in the far corner as he sits there polishing candlesticks. He's, wait, is he, pol- is he polishing the sticks themselves, Dave? Or is the candles? He's polishing candlesticks, and it's quite far in the distance. He didn't notice. He didn't notice the opening. The door was opening, and he's speaking to himself. Oh, he loved to be polish, polishing up these blunt instruments. Love it so much. Trauma to the head, perhaps. You could sneak, could be if you want to, you could sneak right past him. So entra- entranced is he in his work, which he bloody loves. I'm sneaking. Best on no, sneak. No, no, no. So the way this works oh, Bobby. is Bobby makes the test for everybody. Okay. But I you mean, don't I don't maintain my initial... Uh, if everyone's down. coming with you, you don't get advantage. No, you're going to need to make one more to get past okay. him. Oops. Well, you dropped the dust on the ground there, Simon. So uh, Just drop it in. Drop it in. And that was the only d20 we had. Uh, that's a 13 plus 10, so a 23. Oh, okay. Easily. Bobby showing you all where to step, which is the carpet. You make... <laughs> your. Your way down the hallway. This little piggy did a murder. This little piggy did one too. Head up the stairs. Bobby opens the door to the um, underneath the stairs bathroom, beckons you all in, and then twists the mirror, showing you a secret passageway that you all crawl through, and soon you find yourselves again in Hoffman's private study. Okay, everybody fan out. We're looking for a tome of lost truth. That's all the clues we have. How, how would I just distinguish that from another book? <laughs> uh, if there's a truth in it that you already know, I have it's to, not it. I didn't come here to read. <laughs> uh, Dave, what books are in the library? Where are the... <laughs> Wait, do you, if you pull, are you pulling a book off randomly? Off no, the... just, just tell me all the books that are in the... In, in the uh, okay, so... Uh, is it... Because it's like a secret light. Yeah, we're in the study. It, that we're in Hoffman's oh, study. Yeah. study right? Sorry, which books are in the study? Like how many, like, are there lots and lots so of So if you remember, his study actually is in front of a one-way mirror on top of a balcony overlooking the family library, which has hundreds oh. of books. Yeah. Here you can see his desks, his cartography instruments, because if you remember, he drew maps. Yep. And you can see a small collection of about four to six books, all on the history of Daggerford and on the history of Carcosa. Well, now, library. this is probably a secret book, right? So we think we should not look on any shelves. And there are also, sorry, there's also the drawers, the doors, like the, the desk itself has a couple of drawers in it. I want to look for a very old-looking book. A carpenter's book. Yeah, I'm going to sniff them all, <laughs> and the one that's the one the, the the book that smells the worst, I will pick. <laughs> Make for me a smell check. Smell check. Smell check. A perception, an investigation yeah. check. Investigation. Oh, seventeen. I rolled, but my intelligence is low, so sixteen is my total. You. You see a book, um, you notice a very old book in leather that has a the symbol that you recognise of a knotted cross, the sign of the lampwick. But it is sitting on a low shelf and sitting on top of it is a large dusty bell glass and in that bell glass is a skull. Ooh. Hey, Bobby. Yo. This skull here on this old smelly book makes me suspicious. Can you check it for a trap, please? I don't want to get my hand bitten by a skull. <laughs> and the skull's inside a bell jar, right? Yes. Yeah, but imagine if I took that off. He would be right there on my hand. <laughs> <laughs> um, part of Bobby is humouring Baston when he does this, but part of him is, is doing this because he's a bit suspicious, and he says, Excuse me, Senor Skull. May we look beneath you? To the book upon which you are sitting? Yes, you can, Mr... Baston, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. There is the room... <laughs> the energy in the room crackles and then two tiny points of flame flare in the eyes of the skull 
as it opens wide its jaw and gives out a rictus yawn. And it starts to float inside the bell jar. Can I put my hand on top of the bell jar? <laughs> you can. <laughs> Dunk. <laughs> and then it goes back to sleep. It's like, who's there? Who's there? Uh, Con- Constance, is that you, you little rascal? It is the Duke of Daggerford, here for an audience. Oh, the Duke of Daggerford, I remember you came to tea not two moons ago. And your lovely wife, how is she? Uh, she's very well. Say hello, dear. Hello. Bastan. <laughs> Make a deception check. Excuse me, but Constance... That a name we heard before. Yep. She's the old German lady. <laughs> That's right? Constance. Yeah. Duke Till, where are you and your lovely wife? Tyrell. Uh, here I am. Hi. Hello. Hi. Oh, I think the lights are out. I simply cannot see. He's got fire for eyes. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Be cool about it, please. Oh, oh. Where's that little Constance? Where's that little Constance? I'll hit him so hard! She, he's, she's taking a nap. I just put her down. Who's Con- taking... Constance is... She? What are you talking about, she? It's right, go- Constance Const- again! It's it's Constant, a- is it Constant Hoffman? Constant the- Hoffman was the patriarch. Oh, yeah, he's, he's the... A- Constance is a girl's I- name. Constant. Oh, I get it. To be fair, Ben's saying it wrong. Uh, no- a skull has no lips! <laughs> <laughs> and deep inside a spooky mansion where a once proud family has been laid recently to ruin, the dragon friends find themselves surrounding a skull with one hand, one meaty half-orc hand, all that stops a flame skull from rising from its slumber, realizing where it is and exacting a terrible fiery vengeance upon those four doomed and lost and lonely souls that are all that stands between this land, this world, and certain doom. Those wretched few we call the dragon friends. Thank you! The dragon friends are Alex Lee, Simon Greiner, Eden Lacey, and Michael Hing. Our dungeon master is Dave Harmon, with NPC voices provided by Ben Jenkins and live accompaniment by Tom Cardi. Shakira Khan designs our website. The podcast is edited, mixed, and mastered by me, Hugh Guest, and new episodes are recorded live every month at Giant Dwarf Theatre in Sydney. Until next time. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.